and there's literally nothing you can do other than hopes and prayers. <laughs> I'm sending my thoughts and prayers. <laughs> no, you shouldn't do that. Hashtag I don't see, thoughts and prayers. Um, I'm going to change my profile picture to the South African flag. There's so much support. But it's become like this this thing that I'm passionate about to save her financial life. But it's, it's not working. Tim. It's honorable. It's not working. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it's going to be worth it. Um, um, it's just like people like that. And I blame the blacks. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> if we're going to afford our avocado toast, Tim. Yes, I need to work for my avocado toast. <laughs> Someone left an avocado in the fridge at work yesterday, and I was like, which one of you fucking millennials did this? <laughs> I was like getting really, fuck goddamn millennials and their avocado, sons of bitches. What is your favorite video game quote? I should go. What's that from? Mass Effect. <laughs> it's like go. every conversation you end, I should go. <laughs> I should go. It was a meme for a while when the games were still popular. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, people would, uh, or like people I knew at school, mm-hmm. we were talking because all of us play Mass Effect, we were just yeah. like, I should go. <laughs> like, we, we would just leave. That would be your freaking conversation. That's yeah. Funny. Well, we would be talking, and then, like, oh, the bell would ring. I should go. <laughs> We'd also imitate his ridiculous dancing. Oh, yeah. Um, Commander Shepard, where he's just, like, in standing in one spot. Yeah. Just like, shaking. not really good at dancing, just does it anyways, because he's the savior of the fucking universe. <laughs> There's a bunch. Of, so there's a Reddit thread. That's what I brought it up from. There's a Reddit thread that was yesterday. Ask Reddit, what are your favorite quotes? And I'm trying to find the one from GLaDOS. It was one of, that's one of my favorites. But there's a few from Halo, too, that were really good. Uh, yeah. Uh, there we go. Yeah, there's a few from Halo. There. I'll, I'll find it in a second. But uh, my one of my favorite ones is, uh, he's like, what are you planning to do now? I thought I'd shoot my way out, you know, change it up a little. Change things up a little. <laughs> yeah. Sure. yeah, he says that in Halo 3 when he's escaping high charity. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, mix things up mix a little. Thing, yeah, he says mix things up a little. Let's mix, I'll mix things up a little. <laughs> I thought that was he's like... He's got like the perfect dry, sense of dry humor. Yeah. It's the master, master chief. Master chief. Master, the master of the chiefs. Oh yeah, here's the quote. Well done. Here are the test results. You are a horrible person. I'm serious. That's what it says. A horrible person. We weren't even testing for that. Don't let that horrible person thing discourage you. It's just a data point. If it makes you feel any better, science has now validated your birth mother's decision to abandon you on a doorstep. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, man. I haven't played the, uh, the Portal games in a while. I haven't either. It seems like they'd be good to revisit. I think it would but be But I too, never yeah. have. Um, fuck, where's the other one? Oh, yeah. My favorite. So this guy says, "My favorite has always been when you wake up, uh, when you wake her up in Portal 2. Oh, it's you. It's been a long time. How have you been? I've been really busy being dead. You know, after you murdered me. <laughs> okay, look, we've both said a lot of things that you're going to regret, but I think we can put our differences behind us for science. You monster. <laughs> you monster. <laughs> and and the lady who d- delivers that line is like." So deadpan. So deadpan. So well done. Oh, I love you it. monster. You monster. There's a. There's a. I was trying to think. There's another AI that I was thinking about the other day. Like the AI characters seem like the most fun to play because they they can be just. It was HK47 from Knights of the Old Republic. Oh yeah. I was talking to someone about that at work. <laughs> I said, "Have you played this game?" He's like, "Yeah, a long time ago." I was like, "Yeah, it came out in 2004." He's like, "Yeah, that's about when I played it." I was like, "Yeah." 
<laughs> Sweet. I was like, do you remember HK47, the droid who like always wants to murder people and talk, calls yeah, them Yeah, he like, all of a sudden gets like super angry. Yeah, like, he'll oh. be like, statement. And then like tell him like, you pathetic meat bags. <laughs> yeah. oh, another good one from, uh, from Halo. Sir, request permission to leave the station. For what purpose, Master Chief? To give the Covenant back their bomb. <laughs> and he just fucking rides <laughs> that shit into the sunset. Cue most badass cutscene in Halo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what if What if you miss? I won't. I won't. <laughs> yeah, he's so cocky. Oh, man. Uh, I, I don't know. Like, the Halo 4 and 5 were all right. Yeah. But there wasn't, wasn't as many of those, like, dry humor moments where he's just like, I'm the chief, and here's my fucking idea of humor. <laughs> exactly. Another one. Master Chief, would you mind telling me what you're doing on that ship? Sir, finishing the fight. It's like, oh, chills. <laughs> yeah, uh, but a shitty cliffhanger, though. <laughs> oh, this one from Sergeant Johnson. The message just repeats. Regret, regret, regret. Catchy. Any idea what it means? Dear humanity, we regret being alien bastards. We regret coming to Earth. And we most definitely regret that the corpse just blew up our raggedy ass fleet. <laughs> it's not the corpse, it's the core. What did I say? Fuck, I said corpse. You said corpse. Son of a bitch. I was Marine doing so core. well. I was doing so well up until that point. Um, yeah, man, I love Halo. Did you ever watch the Halo Fall of Reach yeah, animated thing on I Netflix? Did. It's not that great. No. The animation's weird. Uh, they cut the story in half, mm-hmm. literally. They actually they cut off even... like the, the last third of the movie or the book. And it's it's mostly the kids' development. It's not even like the fall of Reach. Yeah, yeah. It's titled the fall of Reach, and then at the end of the movie they go to Reach, but the movie ends. Yeah, and you're like, oh, okay. Because so that's that, where basically Halo Reach was supposed to. Yeah, the ti- well, but it, Halo Reach follows different characters. It which does. Is yeah. Like, oh yeah, because that was for Halo Four or leading into Halo Four, wasn't it? The fall of Reach. What did that that led into something? It was supposed to be the fall of Reach was the last game that Bungie ever made. It mm-hmm. leads into the original Halo. Yeah, I know, but that series that that was meant to be like a lead into something. I can't remember if it was Halo Four or yeah, Reach or something. Yeah, it was Halo Four. Yeah, it's called Forward Unto Dawn. That's right. It's supposed to hype people up, but mm-hmm. and then the only thing that kind of translated from the series to the game was the character of Lasky. Yeah, who's like the series is about his training at the military academy or the naval academy, whatever. Yeah. And then in the game, he's kind of like the he's the captain of the Affinity or the first, oh yeah, first yeah, yeah. officer. Um, but he's not even a major part of the story. So it's like you follow him in the series. You're like, oh, this guy's going to be a big part of Halo 4. All he does is like give orders and like come on your intercom once in a while while you're blowing shit up, while you're shooting your way out. You know, mixing the, things up a mixing little. Mixing things up a little, exactly. Um, yeah, so it's kind of it's kind of a strange, strange direction they went there. But I wish they did more like with, um, with the series. I honestly wish they'd made the live action movie. I think that's it would it could have been one of the most badass. If you kept the character from Halo One to Three, Master Chief, like you said, with the deadpan yeah. humor and stuff. Um, well, you could even just put you can put anyone in the suit, and then to get the guy who does the voice in the games to exactly. do the voice in the movie. You don't need exactly. You just do a voiceover. It's like yeah. they had the guy who played uh, Darth Vader. They replaced his voice, and they didn't with even James tell him. Earl fucking Jones. <laughs> yeah, they didn't even tell him. Yeah. They just gets the movie. He's like shit that's not me yeah that isn't me well, have you heard the original recordings of that guy's voice no is it awful it's not good okay he's good. a stunt man basically oh, okay by trade he was a stunt man yeah and uh so like he's just delivering these lines but it just sounds it's an englishman and a white englishman delivering these lines you're like that just doesn't sound the same mm-hmm. it sounds better as as yeah. james Earl jones 
Don't Which, um, choke on your aspirations, Commander. Yeah. yeah. You know he played uh, Mufasa in The Lion King, right? Really? In 1994, in the mm-hmm. animated one. So he plays Mufasa. Mm-hmm. And they're remaking a live-action version or like a like a Jungle Book-style remake. Yeah, of it, yeah. Like, like they did with Jungle Book. Uh, Donald Glover playing? plays Simba. Cool. Like everyone else has been recast. Beyonce's in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone else has been recast. Like even Timon and Pumbaa were recast. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... Guess who's still fucking playing Mufasa, bitch? Fucking James, James Earl Jones. Motherfucking Jones, Jones bitch. Jones. Motherfucker Jones. Motherfucker Jones. Uh, yeah, <laughs> what he's is still... that from? Oh, that's from uh, Horrible Bosses. Horrible Bosses. <laughs> Motherfucker Jones. Jones. I slipped my fingers into her purse. And there's like that pause where you're like, where'd you slip your fingers, bro? <laughs> into her purse. Into her purse. Jimmy and Fox. stole $20. <laughs> um, oh, man. Uh, so we just watched... Well, you just finished. Watching. I basically yeah, I had to watch because I had I got homework from Lucas to watch my fucking. <laughs> he's like, uh, make sure you watch this before the podcast on Sunday. So uh, I want to talk about like I wanted to talk about the movie because I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, it was good, but I had there was some glaring issues with it. The Cloverfield paradox. The Cloverfield. So paradox. it was pretty interesting how they came out with it though. That's what they I did not about. announce it. They didn't market it. They didn't do anything. They everyone knew it was in well. Not everyone. People knew something People was in production. Something was in production. Yeah. Yeah, and um, and the the lid was on it pretty tight, and it was owned by Paramount, and there was a release date of like April twentieth or something. Yeah. Um, and and then Netflix swung its big dick. Big dick. Bought the bought the rights to it, and then announced it during the Super Bowl last week. Yeah, and they said, "Oh, it's not coming out in April. It's coming out tomorrow." Yeah, or after the Super Bowl. It's yeah, coming out tonight. It's coming out after the Super Bowl, yeah. which, like, no one's ever done that before for anything. Yeah. Because it's never been possible with without streaming, without, you know, instant access. If you saw a trailer for a movie for the very first time, it was the first time the trailer had ever been played, for example, mm-hmm. they still did the Super Bowl, and they said, in theaters tomorrow, you'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, that's so weird. Um also, that would be a Monday because Super Bowls are always on Sunday. It's always on Sunday. So that would be kind of weird to have a movie come out on a Monday. Um, so, like, that's kind of almost a as a cultural thing. It's a it's a b- kind of a big step, huge step. And I, yeah, the fact that they just yeah they just said it's on tonight. Yeah, <laughs> you can watch it tonight if you want. Yeah, if you want to. Yeah, but you have to get uh, a Netflix subscription. Yeah, you got to pay that ten dollars, bitch. Yeah. Or you get your one month free, and but we'll collect your credit card deal details before the yeah. one month. Um, oh, I thought I okay. So the movie overall, the Clover Paradox, is a great movie. I thought um, the action, or sorry, the the effects and the action, pretty intense, pretty yeah. enjoyable. Uh, again, I mentioned this before, saying the J.J. Abrams mystery box, um, where he sets up in he sets up intense moments very well. I thought he's not the, even the director; he's just a producer. He's just a producer, yeah. So he, I mean, his ideas go into it, right? Yeah. But, um, the, I think the first third of the movie, where you're sort of discovering what they're doing before. Um, the main one of the rising actions happens is it's very well done. It's like you're like, oh, what's happening? Why is this? Why is his arm stuck to the wall? Stuff like that, right? Yeah. Um, and you're like, what well, is going kinda, on? They don't. They kind of explain like there's that newscast. There's an interview mm-hmm. with a guy, and he says, well, this could like temporal. There could be temporal shifts. There could be dimensional shit going on. There's like a bunch of physics could get could get fucked up. Yeah. Um, and it kind of alludes to what's alludes happening. To um. But one of the most, the biggest issues I had was the characters themselves and how they were organized. Um, and just sort of, there was, like you said, the communications officer has no point. Yeah. And I mean, 
the communications officer, oh, wow, you, you turned on the communications and then like you realigned <laughs> the dish. Like what, what else is there? What, what do you do? Um, she's the, the main protagonist mm-hmm. of the story, essentially. And then there's six characters or seven, I guess, if you add in another, but we won't talk about that. Um, there's six characters and she's kind of, the story starts with her and then it ca- carries on with her. But, you know, the whole point of a protagonist is that their choices, their actions, uh, push the plot forward. Right. So, like, things happen as a result of, as a result of their choices or their actions or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is kind of a different thing where things are happening to the characters, but none of them really happen to the protagonist, and we don't get to see her do anything about it. It's mostly happening to the supporting characters, which they're right. all, I mean, you could all call them leads, mm-hmm. but in the end, you realize, oh, this is the pr- clear protagonist that the creators have chosen was she a clear yeah she's a clear protagonist well, i wouldn't like, necessarily call her she's like one of the last she's like one of the people who kind of the story's the story, based around i know it's based around her but i wouldn't call her because i in my head that the protagonist is the hero or the person you're you're rooting for in the story where where like the antagonist would well, be who your, the story follows in uh, a way. so yeah. if you think like she was there at the beginning she's there at the end um, yeah, a lot of her decisions you're and flashing back to her family on yeah, Earth, yeah, not anyone true. else's fa- family. She's I would call definitely the main character. She is the main character. I would call the shepherd the protagonist. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here! Don't come here with that artsy <laughs> art school bullshit. Okay? Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, I had a terrible, terrible time with her character. I couldn't believe anything she was doing. All her decisions made no sense. Yeah, um, and it, it was it, it was jarring. You're like. Why are you? Why are you doing that? And I mean, even the captain of the ship, he did stuff that directly benefited the the, the communications officer. I'm like, you're an idiot, captain. You wouldn't just do that. Are you yeah. kidding me? You wouldn't uh, just be like, okay, I'll do this for you, or yeah. I'll let you do this. Blah blah blah. So um, it, it definitely. So the movie itself answered. Well, it didn't answer again. It kind of left open for interpretation yeah. um, some ideas from the original Cloverfield movie, and it sort of explained um, Cloverfield Lane as well. Ten Cloverfield. Ten Cloverfield Lane. Yeah, bit. yeah. I think uh, that I think we're never going to get like a clear picture for this Cloverfield franchise. It's always going to be like, here's a whole bunch of shit happening, and by the way, aliens, aliens. Um, yeah, which you shouldn't be surprised about because the original Cloverfield has a giant alien in it. So there's no, Correct. there's no, no spoilers there. Spoilers there. Yeah. I mean, there's it it going to be aliens in it. How did you feel about that last scene in the movie? I thought that was. Pretty I thought nice. that was pretty cool. Yeah, but again, it's just the thing. Like, hey, we had this whole cool like. Uh, power issue and we had the space kind of horror situation going on blah 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 bullshit and then aliens aliens don't um, forget it's kind of like it's kind of <laughs> like the end credits scene in a Marvel movie now yeah like we're on the third Cloverfield movie but it, and they're, they're after credit scene which isn't an after credit scene it's the last scene of the movie is aliens aliens um, yeah even 10 Cloverfield Lane which is two years old now mm-hmm. or almost two years old we can talk about uh, at the end like she escapes this bunker that she's been trapped in, realizes there's fucking creatures out there. Yeah. Uh, she turns on the, the radio signal and someone's calling for anyone who has combat or medical experience, blah, blah, blah. Come to Houston. We're winning the fight, blah, 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 blah. And you're like, oh, that's fucking cool. And yeah. like, you see a driver off lightning flash spaceship like in the, in the, in the sky. Yeah. Like that's all that you really get for yeah. the Cloverfield. It seems like they want to make cool movies like about other subjects and then the last 
two percent of the movie. Hey, we got to get an alien scene in there. Quick, like, just quickly shove it in there. Like, <laughs> quickly <laughs> shove it in there. Tease the next one. Yeah, yeah. And like every time people will keep going to see these movies or go on Netflix to watch these movies in hopes that we'll get more backstory on the aliens. But no, it's just a movie about something else with some fucking aliens at the end. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Which I mean, isn't bad. Like no. they're enjoyable movies, but it's kind of like I can see them doing that forever <laughs> they could just keep doing it. yeah it's true they could just keep uh keep feeding that but it's been throats. 10 years since the original cloverfield i was gonna say out. it's been a long time since the original cloverfield came out and when i first when we saw that in theaters i mean there was warnings like you could get motion sickness because it's filmed from as if it's it's filmed with a real nice camera but it's filmed as if it's somebody's like yeah running home around. camera that they're running around with no steady cam action at all and and it is quite like moving around, like um, it is quite jarring. But I, I love that about it. And you're just all—it was so intense. The whole I think that's movie. What most people went to see it for was that it's no one. No one had ever done a movie, a feature film like that. Like that. Yeah, it was. It was very. And nobody's done one. Has there anything been like a full movie like besides what Hardcore was that? Henry? Hardcore Henry. <laughs> that was another one. Oh, that was a lot of fun. First person shooter, basically <laughs> on rails. It's just a movie. It was very good uh, for that element. Um, and Charlton Copley does a great job. Uh, what? No, the other one I was thinking of was the kids one. Uh, something eight, super eight. They does he film? They film Never some. That one. They they film some stuff from a. It's not all from a home cam, but some of it is. That's also yeah, and that's about it. I'm pretty sure, but. Um, so yeah, I enjoyed the Cloverfield Paradox. I would give it a maybe a seven out of ten, seven and a half out of ten, because the two and a half is literally for the characters in the movie being shit. Yeah, but the actual. Well, I think the supporting characters weren't bad. Correct. And if the only ones I didn't really like were the Brazilian doctor, Monk, Monk, yeah, uh, and. Well, I mean, no, that's actually pretty much it. And, well, the the main girl, I didn't mm-hmm. like her really much because she does not, like I said, drive the plot forward or the plot doesn't really affect her in any way. And like, it, yeah, her actions won't make sense. Her actions don't make sense. No. Uh, she, I mean, you can see like, oh, that's kind of relatable. But, you know, think about the big fucking picture here. You're a scientist on a space station. Why are you there? Yeah. Um, it's, and, it falls and, down to petty bullshit in the end. Exactly. And especially since they set it up to be... Oh, well, he, she has this conversation with her husband at the beginning and like, don't worry about me. I'll be fine, honey. Go save the world. And yeah. she's like, okay. But cool. then she gets up to save the world and she's like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be here. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Um, and I, I, wanted, I would like to go into spoiler talk about the, um, yeah, do about it. some parts of it, but we'll leave that to another time. Okay. We'll do it like we'll give it a couple. next week or the week after. Yeah. Two weeks time. We'll spoiler it. Um, because it's still pretty new. It's it like less than a week old. <laughs> It's literally a week old. Shut the uh, fuck up, you punk ass bitch. Motherfucker. Um had, did you see the article, Tim, where the Chinese uh law enforcement is using face recognition glasses? Cool. Pretty cool. That's pretty so fucking you, dope. Yeah, but they, it's like in China? Racist <laughs> joke? China. Uh no, so they they used it at a because it's right now it's around Chinese New Year. I'm actually pretty sure like last night or the night before. I'm totally ignorant. I'm culturally yeah. culturally. I, I have no idea when it is. But um it is but apparently their travel in China the travel volume goes up exponentially at this time of year. And so what they did is they gave a few cops in a couple of railway stations these glasses that would basically read the faces of the people around them and then send it off to a server somewhere where the server does all this facial recognition and finds out. And apparently they found like seven people wanted for crimes, like 
it's bananas, like the number of stuff that this technology brought up. If you're okay with having your face scanned and fired through a, a server oh, system. To, they have to like stand there and scan it? or No, no. They just look around. Like they just, the cops stand there. They look around the, oh. the station and the, the camera is basically reading. As soon as it gets a good enough read, it's taking that information. Yeah. Firing it back to the mothership. And well, I mean, it's only going to catch something. Like the server's only going to catch something if you have a warrant for your arrest or whatever. Correct. So if you're worried about privacy... Yeah, I guess, but it's not like they're using that picture of you for anything other than to hunt for people who already are wanted for crimes or escaping the law or whatever. Yeah. Um, so th- there are moral implications. Obviously, but yeah, I mean, it's like a Black Mirror episode. That's exactly what. Wow, that's exactly what this article. I wanted to bring it out because a specific part of the article said critics critics are concerned that the mass banking of personal information could present privacy violations and security risks. Many compare these technologies and their applications to plots in the sci-fi television series Black Mirror. But in China, such fe- such a future is already becoming a reality. Well, I mean, are these critics Chinese or are they Western? No, this, this is a Western. Yeah, so article, the Western yeah. wouldn't understand. I think the Chinese population being over a billion people, yeah. it's kind of hard to find a bad guy in a crowd. True. So they need technologies like this in order to sift through the, the population, data, yeah. yeah, the amount of people. Like, imagine you've seen a picture, you've seen videos of like Japanese train stations where they're shoving mm-hmm. people on. I imagine that Chinese train stations are very similar. <laughs> like, they've got designated pushers to push <laughs> people pushers. out of the fucking train. <laughs> yeah. So, like, try and pick a face out in the crowd. Also, a little bit of a racial element here. Everyone's got black hair. True. It's not like you can distinguish through exactly six for three color. male with yeah. Dark hair. With dark hair. Like six a, foot three. Yeah. Male dark hair. Well, I mean, six foot three is generous for Sorry, Chinese yes. people. Five foot one. <laughs> okay, that's a little too racist. <laughs> I was like, find the line here, Lucas. Five foot eleven. Uh, politically incorrect podcast. Yes. We're uh, going to get fired. No, but like uh, things like that, or even with iPhone X's new facial recognition unlock thing. True. Some Chinese girls last year, which was like, yeah, December last year, mm-hmm. um, managed to unlock it with their friend's face because... The face shape was similar, and they're both Chinese. Um, Lol at having shitty face recognition. Probably there. because, like, Apple's a company based in California, and while there mm-hmm. are Asian people in California, maybe their algorithm or their programming isn't that good yet. <laughs> you know? True. I can agree. Yeah. Um, Although I, I did have someone say to me, a Chinese person I know, they said, Man, all white people look so similar <laughs> yeah. to me. And I was I've like, had that a couple of times too. I was like, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah, that's so funny. Um, and then they said the same thing. They said the same thing with like Indian people, man. I cannot <laughs> tell the difference. And I was like, that's so funny. Oh, man. I'm glad I'm not the only racist I think it's probably here. because it's not racial. I think it's because obviously they live in Richmond, which is a very Chinese community. Yeah. Or not, even Asian. Like there's a lot of Vietnamese people, Japanese mm-hmm. people, all, all of the above. And then we live in Delta, which is primarily Indian white Maybe Asian mixed in, yeah. You know, different ethnicities, but we mostly interact with white people, Indian people, and maybe a few Asians. Mm-hmm. So I think it's like if you interact with a certain racial group more commonly, you're able to distinguish the face, like the face structure, quicker. Correct. Or e- more easily, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So like obviously they spend more time with Chinese people. We spend more time with white Indian, less time with Chinese people. Mm-hmm. So we have more ability to decipher different faces. In our own communities. Does that right. make sense? That makes 100% I, I'm sense. like brainstorming out loud because I'm like coming up with the, uh, these ideas and I just got to share them. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. I'm on board, man. <laughs> you fucking rad bitch. <laughs> yeah. We just got black. That was cool. Yeah. 
but uh, oh, I have another entry in the saga of of Dad's food the consumption. Dad, the Dad's food debacle. Oh, we've talked about it a couple times now. Where how he freezes bread, like he he bought these cream, like these half and half cream uh, <laughs> jugs. What do you what are you, cartons? Uh, like two or three days before the expiry date because they were fifty percent off. Fifty percent off. Fuck fifty percent off, bitch. And then a few days ago, or about a week ago, a week ago or a few days ago, uh, I said, Dad, like, I, I'm I, this cream's done. Like, I, I can taste its sourness when in the coffee that I'm drinking. He's like, What? He goes and sniffs it. No, no, it doesn't smell. Uh, doesn't smell off. And I'm like, Okay, yeah, but taste it. Like, it's a little sour. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, Well. There's no lumps in it. <laughs> like, and I was like, There's no lumps there's in no it. There's no lumps in it. There's no lumps. I don't and have any lumps like in that. my cream. There's no lumps. I'm like, what? You're going to wait until algae or some fucking kind of... Until it's curdled. <laughs> some fucking curdled cream is <sighs> is pouring out in chunks rather than liquid? <laughs> oh, I can't use that cream anymore. It's got too uh, many there's lumps. There's no lumps in it. <laughs> so many lumps. There's only one lump in this one. <laughs> I got lumps in every place. I got lumps in my coffee. Uh, Lumps in my cereal, lumps. lumps in my cream. I can't just too many fucking lumps. <laughs> and uh, by the way, then, that's exactly what our dad sounds. And like. then Mom, yeah, <laughs> just the way he said it. There's no lumps in it. <laughs> I was like, fuck. Um, and then yeah. Mom comes over, and I'm like, Mom, taste this cream. Like, like I was talking to her about the cream thing, and she's like, she like pours it in her hand, like starts sipping it. She's like, doesn't taste that bad. I was like. You just took a little, like a tiny sip. I'm like, pour it into your coffee and then take a big gulp and then tell me it's not a little bit sour. And they're like, I don't taste it. I'm like, maybe it's because your 60-year-old taste buds can't fucking taste this shit. <sighs> Sorry. He's so angry. But in defense of dad, he, when I got here, he's like, showed me. He pulled up the Ziploc bag with the bread and he holds it up and he's like, see, this is why we free as shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a fucking moldy piece of bread in it. I'm like... Yeah, I've, well, I don't, it, uh, yeah. The reason we freeze it is because he buys so much of it at once. He, <laughs> no, he said like, he's like, I left this one out for Tim because he wants the fresh stuff, and now he's not eating it. And there's lumps in my cream. There's lumps in my cream. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! No, but like he does that to make a point. He's left a couple of things out now, and he's like, he's like, look. It's getting moldy. But the thing is, he did his, he doesn't eat from the one that's out on the counter, so that it takes longer for me to eat it. <laughs> so so it can prove his fucking point. Oh. I know he does. I know he, evil, he gets man. the one from the He's freezer, evil. eats from that one. And then uh and then it's like, oh look at this mold on there. There's lumps in it. There's gotta be lumps in it. There's no lumps in it. There's gonna be fucking lumps in it soon. I'm gonna have lumpy bread as well. Uh, oh man. Oh, or something else. Oh man, we're gonna we're gonna leave this super happy topic about being mad at dad. Mad at fucking lumps for no reason. But uh, super sad topic. I mean, this relates to both of us quite closely. But um, Cape Town is uh, facing a serious drought. Um, oh, what else is no right? I mean, TIA. Um, but no, seriously. So Cape Town actually faces uh, day zero, which basically happens when the city. What happens then is the city turns off the taps. Like they literally have no more water. They have to turn the taps off. Um, so in ten weeks, engineers. This is the sort of the subheadline to the to the article by the Guardian. In ten weeks, en- engineers will turn off water for a million homes as this South African city reacts to a one in a three hundred eighty-four year drought. The rich are digging boreholes, more are panic buying bottled water, and the army is on standby. So essentially in, I think it's in May is the, is the day, May 5th or something, I can't remember the exact. 
sorry, 16th of April uh, is when they expect that they'll have to turn off the taps of their current rate of um, using water. So they have the dam, they have a dam there that's dammed up a bunch of water um, for use by the city and the surrounding um, communities. And essentially that they haven't had rain in such a long time that the, the dam is almost empty. Um, I'm sure they've had rain, but just not enough to fill it up to what it at once was. Yeah. California um, had a similar situation a couple of years ago. Exactly. We was in last year and with the wildfires and everything was getting pretty out of hand. But this seems like a little bit more. I mean, maybe the article sort of over-exaggerates it a little bit. I read the whole thing and it makes it seem like, man, Cape Town might be fucked really soon. Yeah. Um, which is kind of scary. Well, I mean, kind of look, it's weird. I didn't hear anything about this until just now when you told me. Mm-hmm. Um, like... Cape Town's a fairly major city, right? Correct. And a fairly prominent country in the world view. Scale, yeah. Uh, and yet, we're still talking about Donnie's fucking lack of hair on the back of his head. Like, there are millions of people who are going to go without water in a couple months. Like, come yeah. on, news agencies, figure your fucking shit out. I mean, this is an article by The Guardian, but it's... It's a UK paper, isn't it's it? It's a UK paper, exactly. The Guardian is UK-based. Yeah. Um, and it's... Uh, yeah, it's kind of... It's, it's absolutely terrifying. For them, I feel super, super bad. For, and there's literally nothing you can do other than hopes and prayers. <laughs> I'm sending my thoughts and prayers. <laughs> no, you shouldn't do that. Hashtag I don't see, thoughts and prayers. Um, I'm going to change my profile picture to the South African flag. There's so much support. So much support for things. I love supporting people. No, I, I, other than maybe donating to water supply chains, I, I honestly don't know. They don't, they have a disaster relief team that's working on the potential scenarios of what happens if they don't get rain before that point, yeah. um, which is doubtful. The rain season starts in May, June. So they're kind of like, uh, hopefully we can make it that yeah. far. Um, and I hope that they can actually come up with a plan that uh, involves. So they've obviously restricted water as much Mass as Mass extermination is the only answer. Exactly. But it does touch on another important piece that uh, there's still the rich assholes who um, are still watering their lawns. That's pretty fucking stupid. Yeah. They did the same thing in California, though. Yeah. And uh, they're like, well, my grass, I don't want my grass to die. I was like, what? You want some fucking people to die instead, you, want some you people? goddamn piece of shit? I, uh, uh, I can't stand those people that just. It's me, myself, and I to the bitter end. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, they're all going to be like, well, it, it, I mean, you know, if I don't water my grass, the lawn will die, and then it'll cost so much more to get it back to normal. I'm like, well, let's think about this. You know, mm. grass versus someone like a young child in a poor community who needs the water more than you fucking do for your I, grass, you dumbass. It must piece be of one shit. of the worst ways to die is dehydration. Oh, yeah. That's just got to be like a slow, painful, I mean, slow. It'd probably happen over a couple of days, but. Just, oh, I, do, I could not imagine if there was anything I could do. Like, not, for one, not water my grass, not clean my uh, car, not use, not take showers or baths. Like, if you can go, you can go a couple of weeks without not taking it. You can go, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't want to think about that now because, I mean, people are pretty stinky. But you can do that if literally you want to save water for drinking and surviving. Yeah. Do what you got to do, right? It's pretty easy to give up certain things. Exactly. Like, um. Have I have I told you about this ongoing financial saga that I've had with someone I work with? No, I think you touched on it. I've never heard of it. I'm trying to teach this person at work how to manage her money because she doesn't have any. Do you know what her name is? Yeah, well, yeah, obviously. I'm not going to bring it up, though. You should probably tell us what her name is. No. So we can shame. No. Shame. Ding. Shame. shame. Ding. No, this, I mean, so, yeah. Sorry, this person, not so her. this person. 
<laughs> this person, yeah. Whose name's Haley. Neutral. For all people kind, Sarah, we're going we're gonna to share that. Jessica. Oh, we, we should talk about... Parker. <laughs> what? What? No, I was just naming white girl names. Oh, no, those, that's one person. Oh, good point. <laughs> but also, those are all white girl names. Sarah, <laughs> Jessica, and Parker. <laughs> Parker is a fucking white girl name, too. That is. I wouldn't be surprised if I met someone. Like, I know a Harper. That's a, that's a white girl name, too. Harper. Oh, my goodness. Parker. <laughs> Sorry. Uh... <laughs> But uh, it's, where was that? Yeah, we should talk about this people kind thing that came up last week. Too. People kind. Oh, God. You heard about that? I did. I did hear about okay, that. Okay, yeah. So anyways, well, this financial thing is like trying to teach this girl how to manage her money because she's got a like a f- maxed out visa card. She's, her limit's 1500 apparently. Okay. And uh, she just says her bank account's in overdraft. That's uh, not good. Yeah, it's not good. But like just saying that is <laughs> yeah. not is not getting through. Yeah. So I, I'm kind of trying to explain like, oh, you know how you can't just pay enough to your credit card to bring it under the limit and then they won't charge interest. I said they're still going to charge interest if you don't pay the amount by the due date. You're doing your owed amount, yeah. Yeah, so at the end of this month, they're going to send you a statement, whether it be by email or in the mail. They'll send you a statement. That's what the bank does. They're, they're not going to fail for sending that statement because that's basically like, hey, you owe us this much money. Definitely. Uh, and if you don't pay that by the date that they tell you, they're going to start just accruing interest mm-hmm. on the entire amount that Owing. you owe them. Correct. Not what you went over that month. What? Not what you, you know, still owe or whatever. What you haven't paid, etc. It's the entire amount that you use that month. They will, and it's not even a little bit amount of interest. It is like twenty something percent. Yeah, usually it's nineteen point nine nine. Yeah, it's mine's not, mine's nineteen point nine nine. Yeah. But I mean, she's uh, doesn't have a good history with paying stuff yeah so it could be worse could be worse for her yeah. um also your bank accounts and overdrafts i'm telling her like oh yeah you gotta work you gotta save the money that you earn here so sometimes she'll like oh yes i got 30 bucks in tips tonight i'm going out drinking i'm like no that's not how this works no a few weeks ago she gets a paycheck bigger than she expected she expected 200 dollars. she usually gets 200 dollars. she got 300 she's like i went on a shopping spree i'm like that's not how this works that's <laughs> not how oh, my finances God. work uh, and then earlier this weekend, I'm talking to her and she's like, oh, I'm working all weekend. I'm working doubles all weekend, which for a server or a waiter means you're working the morning shift and the night shift. And the night shift. Doubles makes it sound way worse than it is. Mm-hmm. And people will say like, oh, I'm working doubles all weekend, which basically means you're working like two four-hour shifts <laughs> on the same day. So you're working like one work day. Yeah. Um, which is not that big a deal for most well, it people. Isn't. It isn't. So she's like, oh, I'm working doubles all weekend, so blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, cool, cool. Like, I'm, I'm half joking when I talk to her about this stuff, but also I'm like, get your fucking shit together, you know? <laughs> uh, and then uh, I think Friday she worked in the morning, then she got her, her Friday night shift covered. Mm. Yesterday she worked in the morning, she got her night shift covered by someone else. And then I just, apparently she was supposed to work double today and i i got my shift covered so i can't check up on her. Yeah. But it's become like this, this thing that I'm passionate about to save her financial life. But it's, it's not working. Tim. It's honorable. It's not working. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it's going to be worth it. Um, um, it's just like people like that. And I blame the blacks. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's going to be the intro. I, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Jesus. laughs> I blame the blacks. <laughs> no. I, uh, He's like, please I was, don't make me look like a racist. Oh, my God. No, that was a great joke. I nailed that one. Um, <laughs> the minorities. Uh, I've got her that parents. Feminazis coming in here. I'll blame her parents 
100% on this case. You can't blame oh, the school system. That, no, that's another thing is that her, last year her parents got mad at her because she told them about this. Okay. Um, and they got mad at her. She's like, so I said, so have you told them about what your situation is now? She's like, no, because they'll get mad at me. I'm like, yeah, you know why they're getting mad at you? It's because you're fucking fucking this up. Uh, and apparently her friend who works at a bank yeah, uh, took her credit card away. And then last week, her and her friend, the same bank friend, booked a trip to Mexico for five days. Guess how much that costs? A lot. $1,300. Checks out. And I said, how did you pay for that? She said, oh, my friend paid for me. I, I, owe, her, I, I owe her back. I'm like, you just dug yourself a $1,300 hole. Yeah. I mean, sure, there's no interest <laughs> and she's your friend, but she's the one who's supposed to be helping you out with this debt thing because she works at a fucking bank. Yeah, but Tim, that's the problem. She works at the bank. It's she making loves me debt. irrationally angry. Banks love debt. You know what banks love? Your debt. They you know love what? when you're in debt to them. They it do. Makes them because that that's an asset for they them. Make money. Yeah. They have an asset on in you. Yeah. Oh man, I blame her parents so much for not firstly not hitting her as a child, secondly <laughs> for not teaching her financial, just just basic ups. Oh my, just. Like save you your said, money. Her save twenty percent of your paycheck every time. Fucking not even that. Pay off your credit card. Step one: pay off your credit card. Avoid twenty percent. Then get rid interest. of the credit card. Step two: don't get credit cards are great. Absolutely. Step two: reduce your not credit with $1, limit. Hundred dollars. Exactly. Reduce your credit limit a lot. To call the bank, be like, don't let me spend more than five hundred dollars a month, please. Thank you. Change that, sir. But we have this bonus pack package where you can get fucked in the bum as well in the face when we we yeah. increase your interest to twenty five percent. No, please, no, no, no bum fucking. Don't. Um, and three, now start now start getting yourself out of the negative in your fucking debit. That means yeah, they every time she tries to use her debit card, the bank's going to charge her a fee for that. They're going to charge her an overdraft because you're borrowing money. Because you're essentially borrowing money that you're not crediting. It's you're, you're supposed to have money. The bank's giving you a loan for something they're not. So, oh, oh, I know. You see where oh. I am. You see where I'm at. Except this has been a like a no. month long saga. Yeah. And also, these people are going to eventually make more people. They are going to make smaller versions of themselves with terrifying. someone who is more than likely similar to themselves. Terrifying. I that know. Is terrifying. Ah oh, man. Yeah, we both need a moment oh, to cool down yeah, after that one. Just, hmm, everybody, just breathe in through your nose. But Lucas, it's not mankind. It's Sorry, it is people kind. What am I saying? Uh, what are we saying? I put on the Wonder Boys. Uh, no, okay. I, miss it's, it? I made fun of this whole this whole situation. Oh, excellent! Did you get uh, any uh, tweets back? I no. Matt Tilby probably liked it. Though, I tagged a whole bunch of stuff, and I, it said a few people read the tweet. Oh, uh, um, oh let man. me read. Let me read it back here. Please do. It's not manslaughter anymore, guys. It's people slaughter. All right. Accidentally murder women as well to sh- show you believe in equality. Hashtag feminism. <laughs> Hashtag Oof. Trudeau. Hashtag unpopular opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was three days ago. It's no longer mad. No likes, no retweets, <laughs> nothing. Bullshit. Even Tilby likes our stuff most of the time. Yeah, he, he was like, Ooh, that's a bit Dude. touchy. <laughs> that's <laughs> racy. <laughs> Ooh, that's, a bit, uh, that's a bit intense. Jesus Christ. That's pretty good, though. I can dig it. Thank I you. It's just like, um, I was talking about what we were talking about political correctness and this comes up quite a lot now because we were talking about um well this the me too movement and how that's been sensationalized to a degree like uh aziz ansari got accused for being for taking a girl on a date yeah 
anyway that's that's been sensationalized he didn't read my mind that i didn't want to do it anymore i was like yeah but when you were sucking his dick i'm pretty sure he was he was like into it uh, oh i guess the next step is coming up soon you know, um, well yeah i mean like what's he supposed to think when you're willingly putting something in your mouth uh i tim, even read the whole tim, times article about that yeah I, and i don't read times articles because they're way too fucking long they do ramble they yes. do give themselves a little bit more credit than they deserve correct uh i prefer condensed articles with just the main plot points please and people are gonna be like these fucking millennials don't have time for anything you're goddamn right i don't have time yeah, for anything i have to read twenty thousand articles today yeah. and if each one of them takes me 30 minutes i want to be obviously informed. i'm gonna run out of time yeah and also <sighs> Like most of us have to work multiple jobs or like we got other shit we want to do. I don't want to we're going to afford our avocado toast. Tip. Yes. I need to work for my avocado toast. <laughs> Someone left an avocado in the fridge at work yesterday and I was like, which one of you fucking millennials did this? <laughs> <laughs> I was like getting really fuck out millennials and their avocado. Sons of bitches. Next then, thing you know, you're going to be leaving the toast here too. Yeah. And then uh, someone's like, oh, but avocado is so good. I was like, you goddamn millennials. <laughs> I do enjoy a bit of avocado. <laughs> I do actually uh, like avocado. Uh, the only problem is I, I have a, a big issue is that if we can't grow avocados in Canada, so we bring it all the way from Mexico. That's quite an exorbitant amount of like, yeah. that. No, at no point also, is that avocado let fresh. let the Mexicans eat their own fruit, <laughs> you know? Stop buying it from them. Is it a fruit? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, coming back to political incorrectness and having to... It's step, people can. It's, sorry, people can. Back to our people slaughter. People slaughter. <laughs> Human slaughter. Um and I was saying that I'm honestly getting so I'm I'm usually pretty good and try to keep my correctness political as much as possible. But there's some times where I'll come out with something like you said, I came up with the people slaughter thing and it was like, ooh. But at the same time, I'll come out and say something like that and I'll get a couple of oohs from the crowd. But you can see two or three people like wink and nod like, at you. Like, I got you, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's and it uh, it's it's becoming tough, Tim. I'm I've got so many struggles. And now one of them is making sure that I don't put my foot in my mouth with every fucking thing that I say. That's true. I've eaten I, so I've many kinda, toenails, man. I've doubled down on the humor now. I, I go all out in terms of, you know, raciness. Uh, I guess as I'm getting older, I think I, I mean, older, I'm 23. Like, not that old. Dude, you're ancient. But, uh, but like, I'm just kind of like thinking, you know, if we don't push the boundaries, you know, we won't find what's really funny, like, because you and I make jokes about a lot of things in our daily lives. Correct. On this podcast, wherever. And I'll always do things like I'll make fun of, like, the female gender. I'll make fun of people of different ethnicities. The male gender. Different cultures. Because, like, people appreciate that kind of humor sometimes. And yeah. as long as it's not in bad taste, like, oh, these fucking blacks. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I knew you were going to say it, <laughs> right? <laughs> It's not like you can. Like, it's not like I'm coming out like oh, these fucking people. No, it's always like, why is it that all Asian people drive BMWs and Mercedes, but they'll live in a two-person apartment? But they'll with live six in a two-person apartment with six people. Like that's kind of funny because you're thinking like, yeah, they got this balling car, but they live in the living room with three other people they've never met before. <laughs> um, yeah. That kind of stuff, or like you push a joke about like women's rights or something, or like, oh man, should have never given you the vote. Like, <laughs> it's just like it's this funny oh little thing God. where it's like, yeah, is this too much? Am I going? No, too no, hard? I, li- I, I personally Perfect. love it, and that's why I like doing this podcast Perfect. with you. Um, Perfect. <laughs> but it's all when it's all in the way that you convey the tone. It's all in the way mm-hmm. that you kind of let people know. You kind of people can infer the tone and think like, hmm, yeah, okay, he's kidding because of the way he said it. And the context, and so forth, so on, and so forth. 
It's when it becomes malicious in intent. Correct. When people are actively trying like, oh, these fucking blacks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And I, I think, you know what has sort of spurred this, and this is going to get super philosophical and um, my own theory here for a moment, but I think the problem is that everybody's and so, and social media is a main proponent to blame for this, is everyone's in a giant popularity contest, right? And in order to be in a giant popularity contest, you have to be, if you think about how celebrities manage themselves, and we've talked about this a little bit with Logan Paul, and they always have a PR manager generally who helps them navigate the social boundaries of however they're, whatever they're going to, they're a singer, actor, YouTube, whatever star, they're becoming popular. They now have to behave a certain way. And now with social media, everybody thinks that they can rise into that sort of celebrity status and they want to keep themselves at that even and then trying to generate as many followers and hit as many people as possible with their influence. And I think the problem with that and creating that sort of environment is that everybody's trying to be politically correct so that they don't offend any one particular group. Mm. And what that comes with is that you won't speak your mind. You won't honestly say what you're thinking and you won't give, it doesn't provide any constructive criticism. So if somebody says to you, I hate the Harry Potter books and you just tell, you say why? Because they don't have enough Asian characters in them. (laughs) Okay. Well, that doesn't seem like a very constructive feedback based for, in England in the 90s, guys. Uh, uh, there's generally not a lot of Asian people in that community. Uh, although Cho Chang, she's one of them. I, as I said that, I'm like, shit, there is a fucking main character. There is a fucking Asian, Asian character uh, in the fifth <laughs> book, yeah. Um, but as an example, right? Like criticism that doesn't... And then we, we talked about this before, actually, was criticism where they say, I don't like this. End of statement. Yeah, there's no evidence. Not, not prof- um, First of all, no evidence to back your statement up no resolving no nothing for a resolution exactly no resolution to be like i hate this but i think this would be a better way to do it i honestly anybody who can come with an argument with me to say that our podcast or the jokes that we tell lucas i don't appreciate that joke because you are being culturally insensitive and in, in you being culturally insensitive you're um bringing up factors from the past that people don't like to resonate about and i don't think you should talk about that anymore yeah I 100% agree with that You're sort like, of argument. Yes. I'll be like, thank you for pointing that out to me. And I will not make that specific yeah. joke again. Um, because honestly, like I am here as a human to learn for as much as I can. Uh, I'm not going to get more off topic, but to come back to the original ideas, I, I do think social media and trying to be this popularity contest is making a fool out of all of us. Right. And it is, I mean, even now I, t- I try and generate followers for us on the Wonder Boys podcast Instagram account and Twitter account stuff and I'll hit hashtags that have nothing to do with our podcast like I keep hitting fitness hashtags (laughs) do you know why because those people are the most active people on Instagram there's literally we have a comment from one of the Instagram pictures that I put up where it's one of these fitness people all they did was a thumbs up emoji (laughs) yeah and I'm like what does that have to fucking do with let me tell you about this I my personal account mm-hmm. is just pictures of me doing stupid shit or dressed up as stupid shit. Or I always do it like try to do something funny. Yeah. Um, I got people following me like models following me like with 70,000 followers. Yeah. One. I'll try and find which one fo- followed me the other day. <laughs> uh, oh, no. She commented. Yeah. Which I'm pretty sure it wasn't her. That's probably just a machine. It's it was a... like someone working for her or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's... There we go. Uh, at Megan Bethy. Mm-hmm. 100 emoji amazing pictures explosion hands up emoji how do you like my last one 
So I went to her profile. Uh, this bitch has 1,100 posts. So she posts like uh, twice, four times a day. 71,000 followers. And I was like, there's no way a woman this beautiful is interested in my pictures. Right. She's commenting on my photo, so I'll go to her profile for her impressions. Yep. So I'll like her photos and follow her, which will get her more money, more jobs, more whatever. Yep. It's become this circle jerk for people <laughs> to kind of... That's a good way to put it. ...push their careers forward, whether it be fitness, mm-hmm. inspo, fitspo, uh, whether it's modeling, which there's a lot of insta hoes out there, and they are they are insta hoes. <laughs> I do love them. I do love I mean, them. I mean, I, 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 yes, I love them. But uh, it's, it's, it's become this, this vacuum of self-promotion, mm-hmm. and... Uh, almost an echo chamber sometimes because you'll always associate with people who think the same way you do who act the same way you do and the internet's the same way where you go on there and you'll find people who think like you do you'll throw an idea out that you know everyone will like and they'll all come back with validation yeah that's a great idea blah 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 blah. i don't like the last jedi because this 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 and this all the people who agree with you will flood in because they're like yes this guy thinks like i do this guy agrees with me i'm like Guys, just make it like join a political party, and you'll be you'll have such a good time. Guys, we've had this for centuries. Yeah, we've all had like clubs and shit. Yeah, uh, and everyone seeks these echo chambers, and then they'll they'll come out of the echo chamber and say like, "Well, why don't you think the way I think? I know so many people who think like I do." I was like, "Yeah, because you've isolated yourself in this one area of the internet, of the community, of the world, mm-hmm. where people agree with your ideals." That's why in the South. There's a lot of racist white people because they surround themselves with racist white people and they re- think that's normal yeah. to be racist. Man, I'm so glad you brought this up. So because there's a video, and a documentary made by an English um, documentarian? That's right. Is it? Yeah. Let's go, Lucas. <laughs> vocabulary, uh, bitch. Vocabulary. Uh, and he made this called, it's called hypernormalization. And it basically that's talks a big about... Word. It is a... Woo. I don't even know what it means and I watched the documentary. Mm. Um, but it goes over exactly that. And it talks about, one of the conclusions it comes to at the end is talking about the election we just had in the States, the 2016 election, and how Russia was potentially involved with it and how Donald Trump actually convinced groups of people to vote for him. It is very, and it, it you just nailed it on the head right there, is these echo chambers that he created and that Russia potentially helped create on Facebook and Twitter yeah. where they created these places for people to bounce their ideas out and then get the same ideas back and then relate those ideas to voting for Trump. Yeah. Crazy, good documentary. It's two and a shitload of hours long, um, but it, well worth it, I think. Yeah, and I think it's obviously something that's always existed with you know, throughout history, there's like political parties, there's cults, there's these Correct. people who have these ideas. Yeah. But it's been accelerated by this catalyst called the internet, mm-hmm. where things like they, they move so fast and they expand so quickly that you're just sitting there and you're, you're watching these things explode, almost overload into f- absolute insanity, for example, to bring it to a more relatable thing for you and I. Of course. Star Wars The Last Jedi. Yeah, you have these people who didn't like the movie, who obviously went online, posted about it. All these other people ended up posting about it. It became this huge thing where news organizations were covering it. Were saying, really? oh "Well, my. like entertainment news." Oh yeah, yeah, okay. Um, we were saying like, "Oh, audiences are divided. Like, it's got a fifty-six percent score on Rock- Rotten Tomatoes. Audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, there's internet debates. Blah blah blah. There's people who spent." 
hours a day debating this movie and what should have happened, what shouldn't have happened, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. It hasn't become a thing where it's like, it's just for fun anymore. It's become these people's lives. Right. And people are like, Star Wars belongs to the fans. It be- oh my God, I'm, I'm going so off, far, far off track. <laughs> Anyways. I, I, again, it's a similar yeah. thing. You can apply it to any concept or idea in yeah. the world. There's always going to be these echo chambers where people want to hear their ideas repeated back at them. Mm-hmm. And that's, again, relating to one of the points that I made, is that no constructive, you can't really give constructive criticism anymore, or you don't receive it. I don't, it's just I find criticism. it's very, it's yeah, just it's just criticism. criticism. It's just like, you're For wrong. For the sake of criticism. You are an idiot. Be, not, not even because, There's it's no just, because. you're it's an just idiot. you're an idiot. And then that's it. They're not going to justify it. They're not going to defend it. And that leads to depression. Yeah. <laughs> People being not, no self-worth, because they're literally, you're an idiot, why why am i an idiot like you're trying to figure it out yourself you just don't know because you've never had to experience being called an idiot or whatever it is oh yeah <clears throat> should probably wrap us up here yeah yeah we're yeah, we're doing um, pretty good for time but um i uh, thank you for your time is there anything else you wanted to bring up no i just wanted to one uh, more one more uh, portal quote here was uh from glados the enrichment center reminds you that the weighted companion cube will never threaten to stab you and in fact cannot speak oh oh thank you for that yeah, the the reason we got onto that whole philosophical debate there, it wasn't a debate, it was more discussion, was Trudeau saying people kind. Right. And I I liked the guy. I didn't... Oh, wait, I did vote... F- no, I didn't vote for him. I didn't, I didn't vote, vote for him. his party. I voted yeah. NDP because mm-hmm. I didn't want the conservatives to win in the writing that I was voting in. Mm-hmm. So essentially, I did help him win. I just didn't vote for his party. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm happy that he is our leader and that... Uh, he's done a good they job. Seem, they got some great ideas and yeah. a lot of shit that I agree with. Some shit I don't agree with. Whatever. That's going to happen. Exactly. But it's the thing where he took it almost too far with the political correctness mm-hmm. where he's like people kind, not mankind. I said, dude, the word woman has man in it. Yeah. Human has man in it. It's how English works. You take this word, you break it down, and then you create a word that kind of encompasses other things yeah. like compound words or... It's like, it's not a political correctness. It's not a thing like where this guy was thinking of a word to describe all of humanity and said, it must be mankind because men are better. No, it was just like, well, this Well, we call ourselves sense. humans. Yeah. So why don't we woman, can't call ourselves man. Who kind doesn't really sound good. Yeah. Are so, we going to change the word woman now because it has man in it? Should we change it to something else? Should we, Tim? Should we, we change male and female? Because male's in female. What? What? Fem- female couldn't exist without male? That's ridiculous. We need to change the word. No, that's just English, man. That's just language. Yeah. Okay, it's not a political issue. It's not a social issue. It's language. It's even different. It's even the. Uh, I mean, French is a bad example because the, the words for male and female are quite different. But in yeah, Spanish, they have like a senor, senorita. We we call all ships or or boats. They're all technically women. They're. You know, she's, oh, she's taking on a lot of water. She's doing this. Where's the men's ships? Where are they? Where are our men's ships? Blah, 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 blah. No, it's not. It's exactly. just the way things are. Yeah. It's, yeah. There are some things that can change. Uh, uh, for instance, our national anthem just officially got changed, like um, recently to take all, all thy sons and... I can't remember what the other uh, amendment was. to in all of us command. Yeah. So that is a big you know deal. What? That's fine. Change that. I'm okay with that. But the idea of having to consciously, like Trudeau had to consciously say, people kind. Oh my God. Yeah, like, dude. 
Like, and it wasn't relevant to the question this yeah. woman was asking him yeah. or the topic at hand. Yeah. It was more of a like, guys, look, I'm a feminist. Yeah. Guys. I need, I need that other set of the votes. There. Guys, I'm a feminist. Like, yeah, mm. most of us are, man. Let me throw this softball into that echo chamber. Even though like the word feminist has some negative connotations for a lot of people, mm-hmm. I think most of us believe in equality. I think and so. And that's what feminism is. Yeah. Uh, so you don't need to like shove it down people's throats, buddy. Exactly. Exactly. On that note, I guess we'll end it. Uh, that was a, that was a really good discussion. We're going to have a special guest. I actually just arranged a guest for our next episode. Great. So we'll uh, we'll leave that in suspense. Uh, you can always follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Wonder Boys Cast. We're on SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, iTunes. Actually, Spotify I still haven't followed up. I originally oh, yeah. applied. I, I haven't followed up. Uh, iTunes, obviously, on your podcasts app, on your Apple iPhone or iPod. Yep. Uh, you can find us pretty much anywhere. Just Google Wonder Boys Podcast and yep. you'll find us. Uh, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you next time.